This is an audio-only version of the video series broadcast on YouTube. If you want to experience Me, Myself, and Die as it was originally intended, search for Me, Myself, and Die on YouTube, Facebook, or Rumble. The playlists for all the seasons of the show can be found there. And now, Me, Myself, and Die. You remember, a lot of us think that maybe Sherilyn is like part of the big happy family here, but Sherilyn has her own agenda here. Sherilyn is keeping Edward alive to get him to atone for her own murder. So she's not exactly a friend. Let's remember that. She is not a friend. Not your friend. Hey everyone, welcome back to Me, Myself, and Die. I am, as always, your intrepid game master, host, and player, Trevor DeVal. Thanks so much for watching, and as always, don't forget to hit like and subscribe, and share the video around if you can. We're almost up to a thousand subscribers at this point, and that is pretty cool, so thanks so much for continuing to come back and watch the wacky adventures of Simon and friends. And speaking of Simon, when last we left him, he and his friends had arrived at the Temple of Thurzan, which was still under the protective barrier that was enacted by the undead ritual of several episodes ago. Arn is now working with them. Arn has sworn his bow to the service of Simon as of last episode and uh, has abandoned the contract on Simon, having come to realize that perhaps Simon is not the monster that Manfred of Dovedane back in the city of Chiton thinks he is. And so Simon has uh, turned an enemy into an ally, which is a very useful thing. When they arrived at the temple, having survived a flash flood that came out of nowhere, they discover, or rather Edbert discovered, or rather Sherilyn the ghost discovered, that they were being spied upon by a presence, an intelligence from inside the temple. This is the leader of the temple. We still don't know anything about the leader of the temple. We still don't know who or what is behind this. We know nothing about that, but we do know that this intelligence had manifested in front of them invisibly. Sherilyn could see this thing. And this thing I'm just representing right here as sort of like this shadow demon thing, but uh, it's invisible to everybody except for Sherilyn. It was spying upon the group and it immediately noticed that Sherilyn was of course the one that destroyed the mummy, which was Simon's mother back in the temple some episodes ago. It did not, however, sense the presence of Arn's scroll, the scroll that can possibly dispel the barrier and bring down the magical wall and allow Simon and company to enter the temple. So uh, when last we left off, the presence, having recognized Sherilyn as the big threat here, had actually engaged into a magical battle of wills with her and beat her and has briefly possessed her, but only for a few moments because Sherilyn has the opportunity to try and break out of it. Uh, and it's very difficult for this intelligence to continue manifesting that spell across the barrier, like through the, the magical barrier that uh, is separating them right now. So, as it stands right now, Arn and Simon are both still asleep. Edbert had moved over to the edge where he, you know, he, he was looking out at the forest, having sensed this presence in the woods. Sherilyn immediately noticed what was going on, came over here, gotten involved in a battle of wills, and was possessed. So right now, Sherilyn is currently possessed by the power that controls this temple. My question is, what does this intelligence want? See, if the intelligence knew about the scroll, then it would want to destroy that scroll, but it has not sensed the scroll. We discovered that last time. We should go through the motions here and actually see if this scene, this opening scene, which is Sherilyn is possessed and is possibly about to attack her friends, whether that scene is altered or interrupted with something. So let's find out. We roll a d10, Chaos Vector six or less. If it's six or less, the scene changes. Five, okay, so what we have here, an altered scene. 
Well, I think what that means is Sherilyn was about to attack Edbert because she's possessed by this leader of the, the temple to alter the scene. She doesn't attack Edbert outright. And I think the reason why is because the the leader of the temple doesn't want to give away his cards just yet. His it's I'm not even again, <laughs> I have no idea what this leader of the temple is. So the leader of the temple does not want to give away its cards, but it only has a few moments to act. So I think that the ghost of Sherilyn goes over here and begins to just sort of search the campground for any threats to its existence, right? And I think as well that the reason why the leader of the temple was unable to sense the scroll that Arn has is because it, it its range of perception was limited because it's working past this magical barrier. But now that it's in possession of Sherilyn's senses, I think there's a good chance that it might actually be able to reach out with her senses and sense that scroll. So much so that I am going to make that a likely Outcome, does she, it, the, the leader of the temple through Sherilyn, does she sense the scroll? I think that is likely. This gives us an 85% chance of success. Here we go, 48. So she does, in fact, yeah, I should keep saying she, it, the leader of the temple does in fact sense the scroll on Arn. So it goes over here. The question now is Edbert, who is always aware of the ghost. He's always aware of Sherilyn. My question is, does Edbert sense the change in Sherilyn? Because he's pretty connected to her, even though he doesn't want to be. Does he sense that something is off? Hmm, somewhat likely. Chaos Factor 6, 25, that is a yes answer. Edbert suddenly kind of stops for a second. Yeah, for a second. This guy who's been haunted and tormented by this ghost for weeks, months, we're not even sure he hasn't slept in a very, very long time. For just a second, I think Edbert has just a hint of relief. Just a hint of relief as the ghost's influence over him is just for a moment gone. And that tips him off, something is wrong. And he kind of looks around and, Sherilyn, Sherilyn, where are you? Because remember, he can't see her, he can sense her. He moves over, Sherilyn. Sherilyn, I think that is gonna wake these two up. Does Edbert's vocalizations of the, does that wake Arn up and uh, Simon up before the ghost can act? Mm, I don't know. I'm gonna call that 50-50. Does Edbert wake them up before the ghost can act? 92, he does not. So he's whispering. Sherilyn, Sherilyn, are you there? Why, why can't I feel you? What's, what's, what's wrong? What's going on? At that moment, Sherilyn, or rather the evil intelligence of the temple, begins to do a notice roll. We'll say a notice roll. What is the notice roll of the thing? Um, yeah, we'll call it a D8. If this temple presence rolls a success here, which is four or more, it will sense the presence of that scroll. Here we go. <laughs> it does. It comes over here. And I think at that moment, because this thing, which is in fact the real presence in possession of Sherilyn, realizes the danger. I think Sherilyn manifests physically. <gasps> and of course, Edward can 
see her now and he knows something is odd with her so maybe she looks different to him maybe she's got like like weird streaks of like black veins running down her face you know like some sort of weird visual evidence of spiritual possession that's kind of cool actually so he sees this and Sherilyn's ghost goes over to Arn and begins to grab for that scroll Edbert sees this and I think he just yelled Arn wake up Bang. Obviously, everyone's going to think they snap awake to this. Arn looks up. Ah! He sees <laughs> he sees this ghost who he has seen before. But this time she, as I said, she's got these black veins of like spiritual possession in her. And she's she's manifesting in front of him. And I think at this point, the uh, the, the creature that's in, in possession of her basically uses her fear power on Arn and the ghost it's kind of like right as the lost ark right where the where the spirits of the ark appear and they kind of look you know she she looks up at him and kind of turns into a skull face kind of thing and he, so he now has got to do a fear check against her this is a spirit roll for him and i have statted up Arn now as a proper proper wild card his spirit roll is six, so he is a wild card. He's gonna roll two of them. He is at minus two though, because Sherilyn's uh, fear power is at minus two. So he rolls four minus two is, I'm sorry, five minus two is three. That is a failure, which means because this is terror, he is gonna roll a 1d20 plus two because that's the penalty from her fear on this little chart here. Here we go, 1d20 plus two is 18. <laughs> major phobia, he gains the major phobia hindrance. So Arn looks up, ah! <laughs> he's startled awake by this screeching skull-faced version of Sherilyn at that exact moment as she yeah, screams at him. And he looks up and he's completely terrified by this, like paralyzed with fear. His hair turns completely white in that moment. <laughs> cool. I think now we have to go to initiative just to see who acts first because the ghost, it, its intention is to grab that scroll. Simon is on king. Allies are on seven and the baddie is on two. This is good. So Simon is going to go first. He is up. He jumps up with his move. He grabs his crossbow, which of course he keeps loaded because he's in a very dangerous thing. And I think he sees this, he's very confused, but does he shoot at Sherilyn? He does see the ghost, he sees Arn screaming. Yeah, I think, I think Edbert, you know, sh shouts at him. It's not her, it's something else! Simon, shoot her! Now Simon does have a magical crossbow, so this crossbow can actually damage her if he hits. Here we go. Stone bolts, boom! He will miss. The bolt flies past her. Is he gonna re-roll that? You know what? Benny time. First of three, Simon Benny's. We're gonna re-roll that. Here we go. Eight. That's an exploder. Plus one is nine. That is a hit with a raise. Okay, this is a magic item. So this is the only thing they have that can actually damage the ghost. So he's gonna roll 3d6 plus one plus one because of the magic damage. He could theoretically kill Sherilyn here, like kill, she's already dead. But this magical weapon could dis could discorporate her for good. We don't want that. <laughs> we don't want to get rid of Sherilyn. Okay, uh, nine plus one is 10, three is 13. Oh my God. Her toughness is five, which means five shakes her. 
Nine wounds her, and she is not a wild card, which means she is incapacitated. But here's the thing, incapacitated does not mean dead necessarily. But I think what that does mean is that just as the ghost is reaching down for the scroll, the bolt penetrates her back, goes right through her, but her her physical form sort of ruptures into a into a cloud of silvery almost ethereal dust in a way and she discorporates <laughs> not necessarily permanently but what that also means is that this thing that is in control of her no longer has control because there's nothing left to possess edbert in this moment that sense of relief he had from the 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 brief separation i think it becomes overwhelming at this moment as he's like, ah, 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 and he looks at Simon and he says, Simon, what did you do? You, you freed me. I just think that he's overwhelmed by the sudden freedom from torment. I'm gonna call it a 50-50 chance that he's overwhelmed that he can't do anything this round. 63 on 65 is a yes. So he basically, uh, he's he's shaken, essentially, okay? Arn gets to his feet. <sighs> he's seen the ghost going for the scroll, so he knows that the Something bad is about to happen. I think at this moment, Arn grabs the scroll. He shouts to Simon, Simon, we're under attack. It's now or never. Uh, and, and Simon, you know, desperately trying to load his crossbow, says, shouts, do it now, Arn, do it. So Arn grabs the scroll, breaks the seal, unravels it, and begins to read these strange clerical words. Because remember, the, the scroll is a uh, priest scroll. As this spiritual manifestation of the intelligence within the temple is definitely going to go after him physically now, and maybe even try to possess him. But Arn acts first. Arn pulls the scroll and casts the spell. I said before that this is a special item. Normally scrolls in Savage Worlds, in this version of Savage Worlds, you you have to have the arcane skill, in this case like miracles or whatever they call it, in order for him to use it. So really only a priest could use it. But I did say that this is a specific scroll that was specifically designed to be used by virtually anybody. Is the scroll weaker or stronger or, or whatever than the barrier? 96. <gasps> Oh, this is great. 96 means that it's much stronger than the barrier. So this scroll, oh yeah, this scroll was hugely valuable. This must have been scribed by one of the absolute high priests of some temple. This is a very, very powerful scroll, just a one-shot thing, which means translated, it's going to be rolling a D12 in relation to the barrier. It's gonna roll a D6. So. Arn casts the spell. He reads the scroll and he rolls a 12. <laughs> oh, he should have rolled a wild die with that too. Three. So obviously 12. His total is going to be 17. That's a pretty good roll. The barrier has to beat 17 on a D6. The barrier is not a wild card, so it just gets, unless it rolls a six, this is it. The barrier is four, which means the words coming out of his mouth are, are some sort of, you know, religious language, some religious tongue or something, some temple language. He doesn't really know what it is, but he's sort of pronouncing them phonetically. Whatever it is. And the, the, I think the writing on the scroll magically kind of glows and vanishes with each word that he says until the scroll basically just crumbles into dust. But as it does so, the shimmering, the sort of black shimmering on the outside of the temple shimmers no more as it dissipates. There is a howl of rage from 
somewhere in the woods. <laughs> somewhere in the woods. And now it is the intelligence. Well, does it attack Arn directly? Well, you know what? Actually, let's put that to the chart because it might not. It, it might attack or it might immediately retreat to the inner sanctum to prepare its defenses now that these defenses are down. It can no longer sense Sherilyn, right? Sherilyn, and it knew that Sherilyn was the head of the uh, Order of the Purifying Flame. So it doesn't know whether Sherilyn's gone, still here, hiding, it doesn't know that, but it does know that the barrier has been broken. I think it is somewhat likely that it does, in fact, flee back to its inner sanctum to prepare its defenses rather than attacking directly. So that's somewhat likely, which means that at Chaos Factor 6, that's going to be an 80% chance. Does it do it? 47, yes, it does. And flees back to its inner sanctum, and we will deal with that at a later moment. But for the present, Edbert, sort of on the ground, gripping his head. Simon runs up to him. Edbert, are you all right? What, what, what's the matter? Simon, I think, I think you did it. I think, I think you freed me from that ghost. Freed you from that ghost? Do you mean with this weapon, stone bolt? Yeah, I think maybe she's gone for good, Edbert. I hope to all the gods that you are wrong about that. I do not know if we can survive this excursion to the temple without Sherilyn's power. Arn comes up, you know, his hand still covered in the the, <laughs> the parchment dust that was once the scroll. Simon, the barrier is down. We can enter at any time. Let's find out what happened to Sherilyn. I highly doubt that she is gone for good from that. She's a pretty powerful ghost, but let's find out. Sherilyn was hit by Stonebolt. Stonebolt is a very powerful magic item, apparently. True, while it only does plus one damage and gives you the steady hand, hand's edge, it also has the ability to apparently puncture a ghost back and take her out. We need to determine whether that bolt, in fact, ended Sherilyn for good. I don't think it's gonna happen. So here's what we're gonna do. Because this is sort of a little spot ruling I'm doing as a GM right now. Normally, her vigor roll, to see what happens. This is an odd situation. These rules weren't really designed for uh, determining what happens to your ghostly allies. <laughs> she is gonna do a vigor roll, which is only a d6. She's an extra, which means she does not get a wild die. However, because of the very particular nature of this situation, for this roll only, I'm going to give her a wild die because I just don't think that that crossbow was enough to discorporate her for good. If she fails the vigor roll, she has been destroyed. Here we go. Okay, six plus two is eight. That is a success with a raise. Edbert looks at Simon again. Tell me, tell me you've gotten rid of her for good. Tell me I never have to deal with her again. Tell me you freed me. Simon's like, I, I, I don't know the answer. And then, oh, she appears beside him. He clutches his head. <sighs> he looks directly at her as she does appear physically. Arn especially, who's, who's gained a major phobia of all things supernatural at this point. That is gonna screw him up for this temple, I think. He sees her, ah! And he sort of runs back behind the tree, just completely terrified now. And she looks at Edbert, and I think she, I think at this moment she does speak, and she says to him in her weirdly ethereal, ghostly voice, I am not finished with you yet, Edbert. You must atone for my death. And Edbert cries out in pain. 
falls to his knees again. No! Looks up at Simon, all hope gone from his eyes. Almost instantly, the bags reappear under his eyes as the fatigue of his situation descends upon him once again. He grabs Simon by the shoulders. You, you shot her. You, you made her go away. And then she screams at him again. Ah! He lets go. Bad news for Edward. You remember, a lot of us think that maybe Sherilyn is like part of the big happy family here, but Sherilyn has her own agenda here. Sherilyn is keeping Edward alive to get him to atone for her own murder. So she's not exactly a friend. Let's remember that. She is not a friend, not your friend. So the barrier is down. Ooh, the barrier is down. Sherilyn is back. The evil intelligence has fled back to its inner sanctum. And I think it is now time for our friends to go inside the temple, which will lead us to a new scene. Let's end that scene here. So, any characters to add here? Yes, we have the Thurzan Intelligence, the leader of this temple. So I, I put that down as a character. And to update the threads, use the scroll on the temple berry with Arn. Well, yes, that has been taken care of. And now, search for Simon's father is the only part of that thread left to go. Exercise Edbert's ghost. Well, almost. We almost completed that thread, but alas, she successfully beat it. Which makes sense, because I don't think that a bolt from Stonebolt would be enough to complete completely destroy her. Sherilyn wants Edward to atone is still definitely there. Search for Simon's father is the next thread that they are going to be looking at. Chaos factor, I think, goes up to seven for the beginning of the new scene. Scene setup, enter the temple. Here we go. Let us see if the scene of entering the temple is altered or interrupted. Eight, it is not. So, our gang gathers up their weapons. They know now that the intelligence, the leader of the temple, whatever it is that's controlling this place, knows that they are here. Sherilyn communicates to Edbert that the, the intelligence has fled back to its inner sanctum there to bolster its defenses. What do they find on the way? Well, so basically I'm using the dungeon exploration uh, rules from the Perilous Wilds here. I have a, a list of area types and contents a list of themes, all kinds of stuff that you can find in the Perilous Wilds. They enter the temple. Now, they know that ahead of them is the kitchens. Past that was the storage area where there was the rift in the, in, the, in the earth, basically, that led to the storage area. So they don't want to go back there. They also know that if they go left, if they go up to the kitchens and then exit the, the western hallway, they will come to the Acolyte cells where they had the confrontation with the mummy. So they know what's there, but they don't know what's anywhere else. So from the main temple area, there were branches going off to the east and to the west. I think that they are going to take the eastern branch. Let's uh, roll a d12 and see what they encounter as they make their way down the corridor. 12. Unique and a discovery. So we go to our unique area. And it is a themed area, which the, the next theme is Rot and Decay. So what I'm going to do here, I have I have a list of unique areas, but what I'm going to do, just because I think it's cool, I'm going to go to the GM's Miscellany Dungeon Dressing, if you can see that there. What do they find? They find, that makes sense, a crypt. Rot and Decay. This is where the high priests of the temple would have been buried. So I think what happens is they're walking down the corridor and they come to a set of stairs going down. And as soon as they start to descend into the bowels of the earth, this smell of rotting flesh seems to be pervading the air. As they're coming down as well, they can see that the blocks of stone in the corridor are all decaying. They're all, they're in a state of disrepair. Uh, almost like the very stones themselves are rotting away. Such is the influence of the God of Death on this very temple. They make their way down to a crypt. 
Ooh, that's kind of cool. And they find not a danger, mind you, but a discovery. Once again, the old D12 in this case. What is the discovery they find? A feature. And the feature is... Alcos niches. They come down to a crypt, and I think the high priests were buried standing up. So as they come into this irregularly shaped room, this chamber, again, the smell of rot, very, very thick in their nose. They can see a number of alcoves. There's three, four, five of them. Standing upright in each alcove is a sarcophagus, like a coffin, a stone coffin with graven images, representations of the high priest that is interred within. There is a discovery to be made that is more than just the alcove. There is something of interest to our guys here. Remember that Simon is here looking for his father. He's searching for his father. He's searching for any kind of answer to what happened to his father. Is there a clue to the whereabouts or condition of Simon's father in this chamber? I was gonna make it unlikely, but because they have specifically rolled a discovery with no danger, I'm gonna make it somewhat likely. Seven, somewhat likely, Chaos Factor Seven. Is there a clue to the whereabouts and or condition of Simon's father in this chamber? The answer is yes. What is the clue? That's an excellent question. I have no idea. Let's ask the fate chart. Event meeting, 15, gratify, and... Gratify 53, gratify home. I'm not sure what this looks like yet, but he discovers a clue that shows his father was here. Gratify home. But he managed to escape and to go back towards home, back towards the city of Chiton, back towards the area where Simon himself grew up. Okay, so what is the clue that Simon finds in this crypt to the high priest of this Church of the Undead that shows that his father was here but escaped and went back home? His father was taken here with his mother. His mother was turned into a creature, turned into a mummy. His father was also in the process of being turned into a mummy, turned into an undead servant but he was able to escape. How did he escape? Is there a way out of this crypt or is it, is it a dead end? I have no idea. 50-50 chance. Is there a way out, an obvious way out of this crypt? Chaos Vector 7, 65 is yes. So there is another exit from this crypt and I think that exit is a secret door. It's a secret door behind one of the alcoves, or rather in one of the alcoves behind one of the sarcophagi. That sarcophagus has been prized open. And that's the first thing that Simon sees. He goes up to it and he can see that one of the sarcophagi, one of their, the lids is standing open, standing ajar like this. Obviously they're on high alert. Arn, more so than anybody, because he's super paranoid now. He's got this massive phobia about all things undead. <laughs> Simon goes up to this open crypt and he pulls it open and he sees in the sarcophagus, there's a hole cut in. In fact, this sarcophagus was a false front. It was a false sarcophagus. Behind it is a passageway that goes down and then up, I think ultimately leads to the surface. This was one of the escape routes of the high priest. If they ever needed a quick way out, this was it. His father found it. How does he know that it was his father that found it? Because there's something there of his father's. 
a bit of his tunic that got snagged, uh, 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 a personal item that got left behind, perhaps by accident. What is the personal item that got left behind? Something that Simon would immediately recognize as, this is my father's. 74. Divide. 91. Weapons. Divide weapons. Oh, this is great. He finds his father's sword. His father was taken, had his blade, during the escape managed to grab his blade, perhaps fought his way out of here, made his way down to the crypt after his wife had already been consumed by the evil power, and on the way out had to ditch his sword. Maybe he was wounded, maybe it got stuck on something, whatever the case is, or maybe it's a piece of his father's sword. It's the broken, it's his father's broken sword. This, that's great, that's great. So there at the base of the sarcophagus, there Simon hunkers down and he picks up his father's sword. What's that doing there? This, this is the blade of my father. I recognize the hilt. This is definitely his weapon. He was here and I think he escaped through this tunnel. So, your father is not in fact here. So we can go, right? That would be the best thing for us to do, is to get out of here as soon as possible. I agree with Arne. If your father isn't here, then there's no reason for us to be. Sherilyn, however, I think has different ideas on this. Because she is here to destroy this power once and for all. So she begins, like, again, ethereally screaming in Bert's head. He clutches his head again. I believe that... My father must have escaped this place. I think he's, he's got to make a track roll to confirm this. We'll call it minus one. Five minus one is four, success. He sees evidence of his father's footprints in the dust. Yes, I was right. He came this way. Arn kind of hunkers down too. Yeah, I concur. These are definitely boot tracks. He must have escaped this place, out this tunnel. How long ago did Simon's father escape this place? We, we know that the father had uh, had escaped towards home. So if that's the case, yeah, we don't have to roll this. If that's the case, this is very recent. He very recently escaped, like possibly in the last few weeks kind of thing. Arn hunkers down. Yeah, Simon, you are right. These tracks, they are only a few weeks old, I think. That means that he's still out there alive. We have to go after him. Yeah, that is a great idea. We should go now. Simon, I don't think Sherilyn wants to go. I think she wants to go and find this master of this temple and put him down once and for all. Damn you, Edbert, you have to get your ghostly friend under control. Here is the first evidence I have found that my father is alive. We cannot stay. We have to go. We can't. We have to go and finish this job or she will never let me sleep again. I know it. Hmm. Simon is going to try and persuade the ghost. <laughs> He's going to try and persuade the ghost to put her agenda aside. I think that's gonna be very difficult. This is the second time they've been to this temple. She knows, she, her, her ghostly blood is up, so to speak. She wants to put this thing down. She is the ex-head of the Order of the Purifying Flame. She's got this creature on the run. She knows she can track him down and end him once and for all. It's gonna be tough, but Simon makes a plea to her. I beseech you, Sherilyn, let Edward go. If you wish to remain here and purge this place, then by all means do so, but I need him by my side. My father is out there somewhere. I must look to the living now, not to the dead. I'm gonna make this a minus two persuade. 
I'm not going to apply Simon's outsider penalty because really he's kind of dealing with an outsider in a way here because she's a ghost. Oh God, he doesn't even have it. He still doesn't have persuasion? Oh, Simon, you still suck. <laughs> Yay, that's comforting. Simon still sucks <laughs> in a way. Uh, he's going to try it. D4 minus two, minus four. This speech, does it convince her? If he doesn't explode, it does not happen. Five minus four is one, which means he fails. He fails. Uh, Sherilyn <laughs> swirls around Edbert. I don't think she's going for it, Simon. So be it. On, Edbert. My father has been lost to me for many years, but never before has he been so close. I have his sword, I can see his footprints, and I know that he is out there now. But my father has survived on his own this long. Another few hours will not be the difference between his life and death, I do not think. Sherilyn, we will not turn aside from this place now. Lead the way. Take us to this evil intelligence that rules over this place. I will help you destroy it once and for all, but then you will release your hold on Edward, at least enough so that he may rest. And then come with us and help me find my father. Sherilyn swirls around Edbert, manifests in front of all of them. Again, Arn freaking out, because anytime he sees the ghost now, he's gonna be freaking out, because he's gained his phobia. And she looks at Simon, and she nods, and she points the way back up the stairs into the main temple area. They turn aside from the secret exit behind the sarcophagus, and they begin to move back up the stairway into the depths and the bowels of the temple, looking for the inner sanctum to put down this creature who leads this temple once and for all. And Simon casts one last glance back at the exit, knowing he has never been this close to finding his lost father. But he must turn aside and go with Sherilyn into the temple to destroy the leader once and for all. But that will be a story for the next episode. Thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe and we will see you next time on me, myself, and die.